god. <laughs> I don't know how the fuck I'm gonna start this thing. Hello, hello. This is... Oh. <laughs> it's a stink eye I'm getting from my only co-host over there, Miss Penny Lane. <sighs> well, welcome. Welcome to A Peaceful Purpose. My name is Emily. I am your host. I wish I had a co-host. I don't feel that the solo banter is going to be my thing. And I haven't really reached out to anyone as far as finding a guest. So, that is not a great start. (laughs) I gotta fix it. I'm honestly having uh, an issue with getting this started. Let's be real. It was a great idea and concept. And I was very excited about the possibilities of where it could go from here. And then it kind of started to weigh on me that people would actually listen to it, possibly, hopefully. And the idea of what people would say started to become a little bit more of a, like a question in my head. Um, And I guess it sort of led into insecurities kind of coming after that so cut to almost three weeks later I've this is the first time I've used a mic that I ordered in excitement about three weeks ago um never picked it up (laughs) to get started and just uh slowly but surely kind of started to spiral a little bit down the last three weeks with just a lot of negative um self-talk and just a lot of just discouraging myself to do this thing that I thought was really going to be uh, important and was going to be uh, kind of an avenue for community, um, spiritual community, I just, which is something that I feel for, at least for me personally, I feel like I'm, I'm definitely lacking. And I feel like I know a lot of people, especially right now in quarantine, we're going through these feelings of, of loneliness, of loss, loss of um, kind of our past social situations, and then also mourning the fact that we don't even know if things are going to come back to normal. And I, so I think there's anxiety just built in with that. Um, but for me, I've, I, think I've already, I think I was already kind of struggling with that loss of community and the isolation and feeling alone. Um, and this was, you know, all of 2019, um, leading into this year, leading into 2020. Um, but yeah, I think it's crazy what we can kind of accumulate in our own heads against maybe an idea or a concept or something that we're wanting to do. It's almost like we kind of create our own judge and jury against ourselves and kind of convict ourselves uh, for something we didn't even try yet, which is interesting. Um, And Penny's cuddled up next to me right now, which is kind of, kind of weird. She's not a cuddler, my little love bug. But anyways, all that to say, I still, I still, it's goddamn lisp. It's going to be brutal. Uh, I still feel that there is a a, per- a point and a purpose to this whole idea of what I wanted to do. It wasn't 
really a platform to like showcase myself and and actually that's almost the the complete opposite of what I'm usually wanting to do I've my background which I haven't really shared much of yet but I've I've done a lot of things that would be considered very creative but very behind the scenes I I started doing graphic design um, pretty much straight out of high school I was a self-taught designer um, who just had the right mentors in my life to kind of guide me and help me out and I learned so much in those earlier years you know like the I would say 18, 19 to 23 and so I did graphic design. I I worked um, primarily in the wedding industry for about 10 years designing wedding invitations and um, then later moved on to do uh, marketing coordinating for a, a nonprofit bridal salon which was one of the highlights of my life. It was just a really it was like the perfect combination of me having a creative career and also being able to give back um, because Beloved was actually this great organization that uh, was a nonprofit bridal salon, which you don't see. And, and all of the proceeds from the gowns, which were donated to us um, from either the designers themselves or by shops um, who were kind of moving through their sample size dresses, would send them our way these were never worn dresses and if they were purchased all of the proceeds would go to supporting uh, family members who uh, have loved ones dying of cancer so stage four cancer we're cancer caregiver supporters and it was an really amazing thing um after that i did a little bit of cooking which is a whole other story we'll get into maybe one day but all that to say is like behind the scenes is always where I felt a little bit more comfortable. I've never um, been the one to kind of be center stage, although I do love theater. Oh, <laughs> but I've always enjoyed being, you know, maybe the, the sidekick or the something in the background as opposed to the main anything. And I've never also really felt like I had the, like, the lead or the main person qualities, I guess I would say. So this was never like a platform for me to kind of put myself out there. I've actually considered myself to be more in hiding for the last few years. So um, I really think it was sort of a, a cry out for community and for conversations. <laughs> and, and yeah, I, I, I do think that they're like the true intent of what this was supposed to be um, helping people kind of connecting people on like a, on a spiritual level on um on 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 all of our insecurities and messiness and kind of just like a non-judgmental platform i feel like this is going nowhere but anyways this is where it's at this is what i've i've accumulated at this time um i'm struggling struggling right now through through quarantine and through my own insecurities of of making things happen and I want to make this happen and I want to take the right next steps. And I, I almost don't know if I know what those are. And I think maybe this is, maybe this is a good reason for doing this first kind of rant is just to put it out there that I would like some guidance. I'd like some community. I, I really would like to see this thing get off the ground. I have so many ideas and visions for it. Um, they keep me awake at night, but then 
in the daylight, I don't know how to execute it. <laughs> and I would hate to see another kind of great idea just, you know, hit the dust or whatever the saying is. Hit the dust? Crumble? I don't know. This is a rough start. <laughs> but we're going to start here. And on that note, I'm going to wrap it up because I have to turn the cooler on or off in order to record this for sound purposes. I do give a shit about that. And uh, it's hot as fuck right now. So this is about as long as I'm going to go. But I love you all. I appreciate you listening. And hopefully this resonated on some level for anyone out there. Feel free to reach out in any way. I would love to hear from you guys and start kind of building um, some more ideas and seeing where this thing can go. First guess is probably the, the biggest step, possible co-host, and yeah, let's just keep it going. So anyways, guys, have a wonderful rest of your day. I hope you all stay peaceful out there, and we'll be talking to you shortly. Have a good one. I wanted to share something with you guys. It is a book that I am actually rereading um, currently right now in quarantine. It's Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert. She is author of the New York Times number one bestseller, Eat, Pray, Love. I absolutely love this woman, like full <laughs> fangirl for her. I, I actually had the pleasure of seeing her speak um, at the University of Redlands, and she was everything that I ever hoped she would be in person, uh, stood in line to have her sign a book. She's just amazing. I, I have really resonated with a lot that she has written in this book, Big Magic. It is uh, creative living beyond fear, and I felt like after my little podcast rant that it actually went hand in hand with what I'm, I've kind of been going through the last three weeks. And it's interesting how this chapter um, popped up again. And I was in the chapter entitled Permission. And this uh, little section of the of that chapter is called Entitlement, uh, which right away, I think that word kind of almost rubs everyone the wrong way. Um, you know, I think we hear it a lot, especially lately, the sense of entitlement. And that's not that's not what it's about. It's it's about giving yourself the creative entitlement um, to kind of move forward and do these things. And I, I, I really resonated with it um, to the point where I decided I wanted to share it with you guys on this first real episode. Um, since I don't officially have a guest, I am sort of going to use Elizabeth Gilbert's words as um kind of our first conversation about fear and about creative living and and sort of pushing through those blocks. I think that this is something that I'm really, really learning right now and kind of like going through the thing. And I just wanted to share with you guys because um, I did want to leave it on a positive note. And I felt that this chapter or this little section here of the book really spoke to me. So this is... Uh, from Elizabeth Gilbert's book, Big Magic. I recognize that the word entitlement has dreadful negative connotations, but I'd like to appropriate it here and put it to good use because you will never be able to create anything interesting out of your life if you don't believe that you're entitled to at least try. 
Creative entitlement doesn't mean behaving like a princess or acting as though the world owes you anything whatsoever. No, creative entitlement simply means believing that you are allowed to be here and that merely by being here, you are allowed to have a voice and a vision of your own. The poet David Wyatt calls this sense of creative entitlement the arrogance of belonging and claims that it is absolutely a vital privilege to cultivate, if you wish, to interact more vividly with life. Without arrogance of belonging, you will never be able to take creative risks whatsoever. Without it, you will never push yourself out of the suffocating insulation of personal safety and into the frontiers of the beautiful and the unexpected. The arrogance of belonging is not about egotism or self-absorption. In a strange way, it is the opposite. It is a divine force that will actually take you out of yourself and allow you to engage more fully with life because often what keeps you from creative living is your self-absorption, your self-doubt, your self-disgust, your self-judgment, your crushing sense of self-protection. The arrogance of belonging pulls you out of the darkest depths of self-hatred, not by saying, I am the greatest, but merely by saying, I am here. I believe that this good kind of arrogance, this simple entitlement to exist, and therefore to express yourself is the only weapon which to combat the nasty dialogue that automatically arise within your head whenever you get an artistic impulse. You know the nasty dialogue I mean, right? I'm talking about the nasty dialogue that goes like this. Who the hell do you think you are trying to be creative? You suck. You're stupid. You have no talent and you serve no purpose. Get back in your hole to which you may have spent a lifetime obediently responding, you're right, I do suck, I am stupid, and thank you, I'll go back in my hole now. I would like to see you engage in a more generative and interesting conversation with yourself than that. For heaven's sakes, at least defend yourself. Defending yourself as a creative person begins by defining yourself. It begins when you declare your intent. Stand up tall and say aloud, whatever it is. I am a writer. I am a singer. I am an actor. I am a gardener. I am a dancer. I am an inventor, a photographer. I am a chef. I am a designer. I am this, I am that, and I am also the other things too. And I don't know yet exactly what I am, but I'm curious enough to find out. Speak it. Let it know you're here. Hell, let you know you're here. Because this statement of intent is just as much an announcement to yourself as it is an announcement to the universe or anybody else. Hearing this announcement, your soul will mobilize accordingly. It will mobilize ecstatically, in fact, because this is what your soul was born for. Trust me, your soul has been waiting for you to wake up to your own existence for years. But you must be the one to start the conversation, and then you must feel entitled to stay in that conversation. This proclamation of intent and entitlement is not something you can do just once and then expect miracles. It's something you must do daily, forever. I've had to keep defining, defining and defending myself as a writer every single day of my adult life, constantly reminding and re-reminding my soul and the cosmos that I am very serious about the business of creative living and that I will never stop creating, no matter what the outcome and no matter how deep my anxieties and insecurities may be.
Over time, I've found the right tone of voice for these assertions too. It's best to be insistent but affable. Repeat yourself, but don't get shrill. Speak to your darkest and most negative interior voices in a way a hostage nego negotiator speaks to a violent psychopath, calmly but firmly. Most of all, never back down. You cannot afford to back down. The life you are negotiating to save, after all, is your own. Who the hell do you think you are, your darkest interior voices will demand. It's funny you should ask, you can reply. I'll tell you who I am. I am a child of God, just like anyone else. I am a constitute of this universe. I have an invisible spirit, benefactors who believe in me and who labor alongside of me. The fact that I am here at all is evidence that I have the right to be here. I have the right to my own voice and a right to my own vision. I have a right to collaborate with creativity because I myself am a product and a consequence of creation. I'm on a mission of artistic liberation, so let the girl go. See? Now you're the one doing the talking. Alright guys, I just wanted to add one more thing before I wrap up what we will, I guess, officially call the first episode. <laughs> it's a rough one, but you gotta start somewhere, guys, you know? And we're starting here. But I have an email for the podcast, so if anyone was feeling inclined to reach out in regards to pretty much anything at this point, if you have some uh, tips for the podcast, if you um, are interested in possibly reaching out as a guest, I'm, I'm already reached out to a few people and we'll see where those go. But obviously, if anyone else feels inclined, just please feel free. The email is peacefulpurposepod at gmail.com. It's a lot of P's in there. Peacefulpurposepod. I don't like pod on its own, but I also don't like cast on its own, so it, we just went with pod. It was the one I hated the least. But anyways, guys, uh, yeah, hopefully I will be hearing from some of you if uh, you have any tips or want to be a part in any way. We're at the ground floors. This is, uh, this is rough. <laughs> this is the, this is the hell week stuff that you don't like to show people, but I, you know what, I'm, I'm actually kind of going against my normal um, instinct of perfectionism and just kind of doing a rough start. We're going to call it a rough start. And I think, uh, I think it might actually lead to some cool things in the end. We'll see. Or this could be our last episode. Who knows? All right, guys, I am signing out officially. So stay peaceful out there and I'll be talking to you soon. Goodbye.